Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Sprouts in the Drought, where I offer encouragement for seasons of difficulty um, as you cling to your faith in Jesus Christ and your identity as a daughter or son of God. Um, yeah, I just welcome you if you're new, and welcome back if you're a returning listener. Um, last week I talked about, or sorry, last week I talked about um, the importance of identity during trial, you know, and how knowing who we are, um, can really impact, um, how we go through a trial and how we, um, kind of survive it pretty much. So in this week's episode, I really want to talk about prayer, holy prayer. And what I mean by holy prayer is prayer that is in line with the Lord's will and his heart, the father's heart. You know, Jesus prayed holy prayers um, because they were directly in line with the Father's heart and um, and His will. And so, yeah, I'm just going to dive right in. And then also I just wanted to say, if you are new to listening and you've never tuned in um, to this podcast before, I suggest going back into like the intro episode or episode you know, any of the previous episodes, um, I share a bit about my experience with childhood, uh, trauma in regards to, uh, sexual abuse and neglect and things of that nature. And then I also share some, uh, encouraging songs that I've written over the last few years. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to get to know a little bit more about me and who you're listening to, you can kind of chime into some of those earlier episodes for that. All right. So, Um, you know, there's just a lot of people right now that I've observed going through really hard times from unexpected changes in circumstances, I being one of them, me and my family, um, to like weeks of illness and hospitalization and family emergencies and unexpected loss or onset of depression. And it's just like, there just seems to be like wave after wave of difficulty and um i i see it very common like almost every person that i can think of um and so as i was praying and asking god how how i could be praying for friends of mine that i know that are going through hard times i felt the holy spirit give me this really beautiful um, revelation. And then he gave me, he, he reminded me of the Lord's prayer. And so I wanted to share those things with you because, um, I think it's really important that we know, uh, you know, how we're to pray and also kind of, we're told in the Bible to, um, expose the misdeeds of the enemy. And I think like a lot of us have, and myself included, you know, everything that I say in these podcasts is, is applying to me currently. And, um, you know, and it applies to all of us as believers, I believe, because we're all growing up into the knowledge of Jesus Christ together. Um, but, oh man, what was I saying before? <laughs> Sorry, you'll have to bear with me today. I'm, I'm really not feeling that fantastic. I fell twice and uh, I fell yesterday and then I fell the day before and my blood sugar has been being weird. Like I felt like I was going to faint it. I almost fainted. 
Um, and I was laying down too, and I just felt like I was going to pass out. So th there's just some weird things I'm going with, like as I'm healing this bone in my foot, um, I just feel weak and I, it's really hard and frustrating because I want to be, um, I want to be active, like not as active as I was before, but I want to be doing things around the house. I want to be organizing toys and getting things done. It's a busy time of the year, you know, when you're wanting to like have your house in order and especially as a mom. And so currently right now, like the state of my mind and my emotions, I feel very tender. I feel very, uh, vulnerable, like kind of have like tears at the corner of my eyes, you know, and so I share that with you guys because, you know, I am where I am and I think it's important that we are um, open and vulnerable with people and and so I might be a little spacey during this podcast. I might not, you know, thread the topics perfectly and all that stuff. So I appreciate you guys' um, your kindness and your grace as you listen to me today. Um... But yeah, so back to exposing the misdeeds of the enemy. I think when we um, become Christians and we start learning about prayer, it's easy to be kind of led astray over the years in our walks with God like I have been. And my prayer life has, has evolved a lot as the Lord has taught me how to pray. And so, you know, when I was like... Um, praying beforehand I would usually pray for like the circumstances or like um the difficulty that the person was going through or that I was going through and there was just like this save me rescue me kind of attitude of like oh I don't you know take this away and make it better and um though I do believe that the Lord cares for us and he cares about our circumstances and he cares to relieve some of that pressure, um, that's not the heart of prayer. And so what the Holy Spirit revealed to me was the object of prayer or the purpose of prayer per se is not to change our circumstances or, um, dang it, where did it go? I wrote it down. It's not to change our circumstances or to get out of them, but it's to get through them. Prayer is, um, what is a gift that God has given us to communicate to him, to receive from him, to get through difficulties, to endure, to persevere. And if you know scripture, that sentence that the, the Holy Spirit gave me, that is right out of scripture. It doesn't say that word for word in there, but everywhere that you can look when you're, when you're looking in here, like even in James, you know, James 1, 2, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds because the testing of your faith produces perseverance and perseverance. Uh, here, let me just go to that because I don't want to botch it. Bear with me. I'm just flipping through. Here it is. Okay. <sighs> My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. So other translations say, consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Um, and then there's other parts in here. I think it's Romans. I can't remember, you guys. You'll just have to Google it. But I know there's a verse in here that talks about, and I'm pretty sure it's Romans now that I'm thinking about it, like Romans 8 or something, that says, like, 
the testing of your faith produces uh, character and character hope or something of that nature. And so, you know, it's like when the Holy Spirit dropped that little nugget, like the purpose of prayer isn't to change our circumstances or to get out of them, but it's to get through them because scripture is telling us to endure. It's all about enduring and persevering um, with Christ as our strength, with God as our strength and our power, you know? And so when we pray, like, we need to be praying as the Lord leads us to prayer. And how did he lead us to prayer? So we'll go to the Lord's Prayer right here in Matthew. And it says, um, therefore pray. And sorry, this is the um, King James Version because Logan has my other Bible. And so I'm going to be using this one more so now. Um, but I was, I was looking at this. I'm like, wow. Like I had just these new revelations of this. And I had been using... The Lord's Prayer is an example for prayer for a while. But, you know, Scripture is alive and active. It's, 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 it's always, there's always more to, to um, be revealed in it. And when you seek God and you press into Him and you're acknowledging Him in all your ways, He'll reveal His Word to you in, in, in new depth. And it's really just, it's such a gift, you guys. Um, but yeah, so He says, when you pray, pray this. So, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Some translations say, our Father, who's in, uh, who's in heaven, holy is your name. So, first, thing, first we're acknowledging the gospel. Because if we're calling God our Father, we're accepting Jesus Christ has died for our sins. That he paid the debt and that we're reconciled to God. Um, and so, it's it's really, this prayer is so powerful when you can meditate on it and and chew on it for time and time, you know, it's like our father. So in this prayer that Jesus gave us, it's not saying, say this, this exact script, which you can, I mean, you can, um, because that's how you can start. Right. But then it evolves. Scripture evolves into even more. And so Jesus isn't saying, say this word for word every single day. What he gave us is this, a, a template of prayer, an example, and the, the pieces of prayer that are essential and what prayer is. And so when you read this, it's really about surrender. First, it's acknowledging your identity, and it's, a, it, it's, a, it's refocusing on the gospel. It's looking at who God is. He is holy. Holy is his name. And then it's a surrender to his will and his ways for your life and for your day. And then it's acknowledging that he will give you what you need every single day, your daily bread. So that means scripture because man doesn't live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. It also, I do believe it, it has a thread to our physical needs, you know, like God is our father. So he's going to supply our spiritual, emotional, um, and physical needs, and first and foremost through him, and then he'll use people, but, and then it goes, you know, forgive us, so we're, we're supposed to walk in forgiveness every day to, to God first, and then from that place, because we've been forgiven, we forgive others, um, 
This one I wanted to talk about a little bit because the next one it says, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. And I had to, I've, I've thought about this a lot. My interpretation of that was like, when I would pray it, I would say, you know, and God, please lead me not into trial that would cause me to, you know, push you away or reject you. And so I did some research and the word that we have here for temptation is the Greek word pyrosmos. I might be saying that wrong. It means putting to proof. Um, it, oh, so no, it's sorry. It's from the Greek word parod or pyrod or something, putting to proof. And so the word pyrosmos translate to adversity or a state of trial in which God brings his people through adversity and affliction in order to encourage and prove their faith and confidence in him. And so it says, also, when Christ urges us to pray that we would not go into pyrosmos, py, <laughs> he is evidently referring to those enticements to sin that we might not be able to resist in our present state of spiritual growth. And it's not saying that God is the one that tempts us because we know from scripture elsewhere that God is never the one that tempts us to sin. And I think that's actually in... Um, James 2, I can't remember specifically, but God is not the tempter. So when Jesus is saying this, it's not saying, God, please don't tempt me. It's saying, you know, help me. Help me when temptation comes and help me through the trial. Deliver me from the evil one for yours. And it's establishing, it's declaring who, it's declaring who we live for. It's declaring who we worship with our life. For yours is the kingdom And the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Um, man, when, you know, it's like, so now when I pray for people, it's like, and when we pray for others, I really do believe it's the Father's heart for us to not pray away or try to pray away. I mean, because we can't. We can't do something against God's. We can't make God do something against his own will. So when we're asking him, like, oh, God, please take this away from this person, like, just please, you know, heal them. And and I don't think it's wrong to pray for healing. I think that the Lord will move us by his spirit if we are led by his spirit to pray for healing. That is valid. That is something that the Lord is, is, is having us pray. I don't believe, though, that everybody is supposed to be healed from every thing that they go through. Now, eventually, we'll, we heal, right? Eventually, like, my bone is going to heal. Um, eventually, you know, people who are sick are not going to be sick uh, in this life, you know. And, like, we do get better. But I think sometimes we can have this idea of, like, like instant healing. And I don't think that that's necessarily what the Lord is up to these days. And I know that he can, and I've seen it. I've seen him heal a friend's shoulder, like instantly but she had suffered with the shoulder pain for years you know and so it's like God is so strategic and timely in those types of healings it is not for in every circumstance situation the father uses trials like we can't pray we can't 
have that attitude of, okay, God, just please take this from me, you know, okay, God, you know, and we can talk to him, like, this is so hard, like, this is so, um, hard to go through, but we need to cling to scripture and look at what the word of God says, and we need to believe what God says about our trials, that they're actually good for us, that he is doing something, he promises to use everything for good for them that love him and are called according to his purposes, so when we have this attitude of, oh God, please just heal my foot, come on, why, why me, you know, I've been there, like, I've been there, when I had that, like, despair and depression over, hanging over me for years, I just begged God to to take it, and he didn't, I begged and begged and begged, and he didn't take it away from me until years later, he was doing a work in that time, and I'm so grateful, I would not want to take that time away, like, I wouldn't ever want to, um, have lived without going through that trial and we can appreciate trials on the other side but when we're in, when we're in them it's really tempting for us to pray to, and ask God to remove it totally but when we're doing that we're saying we don't want what you have for us we don't want the good the character and the perseverance and the growth that happens in the trials when we're asking God to take them away from us what we rather would need need to pray and what I believe lines up fully with scripture is Father, strengthen me, strengthen my brothers and sisters to endure this trial by the power of your might, by your goodness. God, thank you that you take care of us when we go through trials of many kinds. Thank you that you provide all of our needs, that you say to cast your cares on the Lord, for he cares for us. You know, he is, you know, you're a good father. Thank you for being a good father. Thank you that even though I'm in pain, even though I'm suffering, I'm struggling, I know that you're good. I know that you're still with me. I know that you'll get me through this. I don't need to be afraid. I don't need to be discouraged or dismayed right now because you are with me. Your right hand holds me. You are faithful. Your faithfulness is our shield. You know, scripture is so important when we're going through things. And I love, 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 love this time of my life right now. My spirit does. My flesh is very... uh, grouchy about it (laughs) but um I love these times they're rich they're rich full of the word you know I get time to be in the word I get I get revelation from God I get knowledge of him like these are the times of our lives when we receive more knowledge of Jesus Christ when we receive more knowledge of God's love for us it's one thing to hear it and one thing to kind of know it in our heads but when our hearts have an experience of his love you know, it's so powerful. It's transformative. It is really the gospel power, you know, the power of the gospel when we're clinging to God by faith in Jesus Christ and he transforms us as our minds are renewed. Because when we go through hard things, it's like we start thinking up all these, it it really brings to surf the surface old ways of thinking and believing about ourselves that are sinful, um, worthlessness, rejection. Um, and Jesus was rejected, rejected, but he didn't sin in his rejection. And so it's like, we sin when we're, when we're rejected, we sin when we're wounded, you know? And so when we do go through hard times, like for me right now, it's like, I've really battled these old thoughts of like, oh, I don't, I don't matter and 
oh, I'm just not worthy of affection because I, um, I can't do anything for anybody. And so I just don't, you know, I don't need this and that, or I don't deserve this and that. And it's like, hold on a second. I know what the truth is. I know who I am. I know that God, his love for me doesn't change based on what I'm able or not able to do. So, um, I think that's it for now. Oh, I wanted to read a quote from this devotional that I have that I read when I'm especially going through a hard day. Um, this quote is from Austin Phelps. I have no idea who that is, <laughs> but it's a good one. It says, suffering is a wonderful fertilizer for the roots of character. The great objective of this life is character. For it is the only thing we can carry with us into eternity. And gaining as much of the highest character as possible is the purpose of our trials. And then there's another little saying down here. I don't know who it's from, but it says, The mountain of vision is won by no other road than the one covered with thorns. <sighs> Friends, brothers and sisters... We don't need to be afraid of our suffering. We don't need to wish it away or try to pray it away. But we need to endure by our faith in Jesus Christ and our knowledge of him and who we are as children of God because of what he has done for us. We are enough because we are loved by God. We are not loved by God because we're enough. And God will carry us through every trial and he will... Man, the grand finale, like when Jesus comes back, what a hope. Like, we need to be reminded of this and encouraged by it. And, you know, one thing I want to say is I love you all. Every one of you who's listening that has been an encouragement to me in this time. We've had really great conversations where we've built one another up um, in Christ and in truth. And it's been so powerful and encouraging. And I really hope that this podcast does the same for everyone listening. That um, that you're encouraged. And that you persevere and that you hang on. And you cling to the hope we have in Christ. Because one day, he is going to come back. And we will have eternal life with him. We will reign with him. He, You know, he's so gracious and kind to us. That we actually, he treats us as if we were him like he gives us his I don't know it's just it blows my mind but we get that because God loves us he gave us everything in Christ and when he comes back it's gonna be like I can hardly think about it because it is so like profound for one but it is so exciting to me that I'm like okay Lord come back one thing I do want to say is when I look at certain suffering, like the suffering of children, uh, specifically sexual abuse and things like that, the wickedness in this world, I mean, it is dark out here. I think that I want to encourage you all to um, not try to run from the discomfort of darkness. We need to love Jesus more than we fear evil. And I want to encourage you Wherever the Lord is leading you, you remember Jesus was led into the wilderness where he was tested. He was led into the wilderness by the Spirit. And so don't 
don't try to um, feel good your way out of a, a discomfort feeling or a dark place because the Lord is with you there and he has something to show you about who he is and how mighty he is. Um, and also he moves us to pray for justice and he moves us to pray for his, his uh, righteous right hand and his justice on the earth. So it's really important that we allow the Lord to take us into um, the darkness and to be a voice for those who, who can't cry out. And so it's important that we can cry out by his spirit for those who are suffering. Um, I would love it if it would all end now, you know, but God is doing something. He did do something. Jesus Christ, we have to, it, to endure suffering and terrible, unspeakable things are happening to people all around the world. Um, but we do have a hope that our suffering isn't forever. We never have to be in one place forever. Um, praise God, praise the Lord Jesus for that truth. And um, he is going to bring justice. He is going to bring his wrath against all wickedness, against all evildoers, against all unrepentant sinners. He will have his day of judgment. And we can look to that day, hopefully in hope, you know. And we can look forward to that. We can look forward to all those wicked, wicked, sick people getting what they deserve. It, now, our heart and God's heart is that everyone would repent and come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. But we already know the truth. We know there are many, 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 many people out there that love wickedness, that choose it every day, that don't want to love the truth. And they are perishing and the wrath of God is on them. And I'm grateful for God's character that he is just and that he will bring justice um to the wicked and that he actually invites us into that in the in the um final battle with jesus i don't get into all that anyway all right you guys i think that's gonna be all for now this was a pretty long one um i love you guys i love being able to have this platform to speak and to be heard um, and to just encourage us. I'm encouraged when I make these podcasts. Um, and I hope you are too. Uh, just a reminder, you can reach out to me if you want to on Instagram. Or shoot me an email. I'll put those in the show notes. Alright, until next time. Continue to endure this trial that you're going through. By your faith in Jesus Christ. Alright, bye.